Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today, we're going to talk about some things good to know about safety and security. We're going to get some updates with Abigail Evans, who's a police officer with Jackson Township. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So Abigail, why don't you talk a little bit about your background, where you studied, your your background in law enforcement, bringing us up to today. Sure. I went to college actually at Point Park University. I had my bachelor's from there with criminal justice as my focus and then intelligence national security as well as a focus in my career. I went to the Allegheny County Police Training Academy, Mm -hmm. graduated this past January from there. And now I am at Jackson Township. Okay. So can you walk us through what a typical day looks like at Jackson Township? For the most part, it's in a way quieter than other places, but it's as busy as you want it to be. So with me, I'm pretty proactive going out and running traffic usually at the start of my shift Mm -hmm. after reading through reports and all the other paperwork that I've missed out on while I was off. And then I'll run traffic. And essentially from there, you never know what the day will hold. Okay. Either get very busy or just basic traffic stops. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your involvement with Seneca Valley School District. Tell us kind of how that works. So Seneca Valley actually has two of our officers employed there, Officer McGee and Officer Miller. They're both student resource officers and at the school while school is in session the whole year. I filled in while Officer Miller was out on training for a week, and we have officers fill in sporadically whenever either of them are either on training or other time off. But we're very involved. We're at football games, basketball games help with traffic control if they need us. Essentially, we do whatever we can to better assist the school. Okay. Well, you mentioned traffic a couple of times. So we know that near bus stops, people get a little antsy when people are speeding by on the streets or or by Mm -hmm. the schools. Can you give us some tips for parents to have conversations with their teenage drivers about being a better driver, you know, especially as we're starting to get into some potential bad weather? Oh, yeah, that's also a touchy subject for some students because I've been in high school before. You're never wrong. But (laughs) parents are just looking out for the best for their kids and all the other students. Traffic is a big issue when it comes to young drivers as well. Another Speeding is probably top of the charts with that, I would say. We have a lot of complaints, especially around the time school lets out of speeding through neighborhoods. Posted speed limit signs are there for a reason, Mm -hmm. either the road, how it's structured, the kind of road it is, it's all there for a reason. We have a lot of speeding complaints. It's not a wise decision to do that, especially around this area with all the winding roads that'll turn from asphalt to gravel to Mm -hmm. dirt on some of the roads. Just got to be much, much more careful with that, especially those student drivers. Yep, there's probably something they don't think about a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, the yeah. texture of the road, especially, can be a big contributing factor to crashes. Okay, so outside of driving and traffic, what are some of the other areas of concerns that you see 
for children, teenagers, young adults? One of my biggest concerns I have seen is underaging. So in the United States, you can't consume alcohol under the age of 21, Mm -hmm. yet it is done, but it is a huge safety precaution. I've been to multiple incidents so far with underaging. Everyone's been in high school, but they have to think of the future with that. They don't know that this one time you're out at a party, it could deter you from going to college, getting scholarships, could deter you from having your license, depending on if you drink and drive. It's set for 21 years of old, 21 years of age for a specific reason with that. That's the way the United States has it. Other countries are different and kids try to justify that, but that is one of the biggest concerns. Also, as many other people know, I would say one of the top concerns that I've noticed are vape pens, dependent on if they have THC or CBD in them, mm-hmm. as well as Joel's, which are one pot is about equivalent to 20 cigarettes, oh, which wow. is essentially a whole pack that a lot of kids don't realize when they start and wonder why they can't stop smoking them. So I think they just have to be more aware of all of it, especially too, if they're combining certain vapes that do have those THCs and CBDs, that's when we get in issues as well with them driving. Because that could also lead into multiple safety concerns in driving. Okay. So this is something that parents really need to talk to their kids about. Oh, yes. It, it may be some uncomfortable conversations. Any suggestions <laughs> on how to bring up the topic of drinking and drugs? You could just do it generally by talking about the school as a whole, if they have heard of it being an issue with other people. Mm-hmm. And then kids aren't always truthful, but we've all been there. We've all let's say, improve the truth on it. (laughs) A little bit of embellishment when you're younger. A little bit, but you just have to be careful with that because you never know. Right now, they just changed it back to being 21 to buy tobacco products. So you have kids still paying off other people to go in and purchase the tobacco products that they now can't purchase. Mm -hmm. One used to be 18 until I believe last year they changed it back to 21. But that's very difficult of a conversation to have I would say if there's news articles about it, anything else, that's an easy way to bring it up to a child is talking about that news article, how they feel. And then you could put in your suggestion with that instead of saying, kind of putting the blame game on it, knowing you did that, you did this. You could talk about it generally and then specify it down to maybe you shouldn't do that because of these health factors, because of this is the law, you're technically breaking it purchasing that even if you're purchasing it via third party right yeah probably a week or a month doesn't go by when somebody somewhere is in the news for breaking the law but having dire mm-hmm. dire consequences for for young people especially on, school, especially on school campuses a lot of people don't realize that certain vapes you can't even have on school property if not all vapes i know there's a big sign when you come in no tobacco products on school mm-hmm. grounds You can't also have certain vapes that have that THC and that CBD because that just elevates it because you are on school grounds. The punishment and the grading gets very extensive with that. Yep. Kids don't think through all of the gradings of certain offenses, even all the offenses that happen on school grounds. Some of them 
go criminal and they don't understand the grading involved with it. And the more times it happens, less lenient magistrates get with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how else do you work with the community, especially the Seneca Valley community to assist them in various safety related matters and issues? We actually have a lot of phone call requests to residents within our jurisdiction alone, just for health and safety. If they come across something, we're always here to answer questions. We might not answer our office phones all the time if we're out on the street, but if anyone leaves a voicemail, we're happy to answer them. Also, going to specialized trainings, because we have to go to so many trainings a year. Mm -hmm. Specialized trainings, especially the community-oriented, is one of the big factors that I enjoy personally. I know some of the other guys here also greatly enjoy going to those and just better understanding teenagers nowadays versus teenagers even two years ago five years ago and so forth everything's changing the whole motives of their own reasoning behind why they're doing the new fad it's always changing so walking around the school i'll go to the school sometimes when i used to be in evans city i would go there and play kickball with all the kids Mm -hmm. just kind of putting the presence out there so the police aren't someone to be afraid of more so someone there to help you. Okay, Abigail, how about social media? What are some things to watch out for? Social media is very dangerous. I will be very upfront with that. One of the biggest things I find is if you have it, it is misused a lot. By that, I mean people keep everything open to the public eye. You can find almost anything you want by just searching someone's name in the area they live in. Mm -hmm. And also... I know people don't read it. They just click right through those terms and conditions, but it's not a bad thing to read because if you actually read parts of those, you can see that stuff you might delete on social media doesn't actually delete. It's still up there. So people post it, it's bound to get out. So you have to be very careful. It's even certain background checks for careers in the future. Mm -hmm. They'll look at past social medias and depending on how long they keep anything uploaded, or even if they delete it, it's still within the software. Right. All right. Well, this was all great information. I want to thank you for taking time with us. Again, this was Abigail Evans, who's a police officer in Jackson Township. Thanks again and have a great day. Thank you.